Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. I just blew fucking smoke, and it's going to give a smoky 3D effect. For all the viewers out there that are watching the video, you just went like this, oh my god, because it was like a really cool smoke effect. I wasn't doing vaping before. I, I stopped vaping for a good... I didn't even own a fucking vape for five months, and I was only smoking... When I was with my girlfriend or when I was with my friends, I would be that like mooch kid. It's like, dude, can I hit that? Except I would be the mooch that like brought my little fucking alcohol wipes and would wipe it down. And now we're fucking quarantined and there isn't fucking shit to do. So I like to blow a little bit of smoke rings once in a while to keep me to keep me happy and keep me entertained. I got a I got a puff bar. It's not even like a real vape. It's like temporary. But I thought, I don't know, I thought it would be cool, and now, now I'm, I, maybe it wasn't as cool as I thought. Um, today's episode is about bad arguments. It's about shitty arguments. It's about getting frustrated with the people around you. Right now, in this quarantine, we're kind of, uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're stuck at home, right? So for all the people that live with like a big family, even though I'm jealous of you most of the time, Right now, I'm not jealous of you, okay? I live with my dad, and my brothers come around occasionally, and it's pretty easy. You know, my dad's really fucking easygoing, really cool guy. He, he doesn't do anything fucking wrong. And I argue with him about dumb shit, okay? Like, I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but just a quick example. Sometimes he'll wash the dishes, and he'll put the fucking cups on the counter, okay? And the, the, the fucking... What are they called? The things that open up? The cabinet is two fucking feet from the counter, okay? You literally don't have to walk. You just raise your arm higher than what the counter is. So it really frustrates me that, hey, Dad, instead of taking them out of the dishwasher and putting them on the counter, why don't you go the extra mile and open the fucking cabinet and put it in there, and then it's easy. Because now when I come to the kitchen, I don't know what's clean and I don't know what isn't clean, okay? This is an argument that doesn't really exist three months ago and doesn't really happen often when life is normal. But when we're in quarantine mode, that fucking ruins my day. Dad, get the... F I almost want to say get the fuck out of my face because it just makes me so mad. And, you know, is that fair to be like that to my dad? No. Is it a first world problem? Extremely. But that's kind of what we're all dealing with. Now, that's just me and my dad. And most of the time we get along. We have stupid arguments. We get mad at each other. And then 20 minutes later, we don't care. And we're making fun of each other. So it doesn't matter. But for all the families out there that you have to deal with, a sister, a brother, your mom, and your dad, you guys are all fucked. And, you know, now is a, is a time where the kids that are fucking have the divorced parents and have the hard upcoming stories. They only got one person in the family. Those people might be a little bit more thankful, not not grateful, not like happy, but they might be thankful in this moment that, hey, at least I have some time to fucking breathe on my own. Um, and this episode isn't only about quarantine arguments. It's kind of about all of them. Um, I think it's really funny because I know that I'm I'm a weird type of person. I'm the type of person that I'm so fucking OCD with shit and I'm so like control freak fucking annoying sometimes that I know I want things a certain way. And in some cases, that's very great. It's a very positive, sexy even thing about me that like in a relationship or in bed with a girl, you might think like, oh, that's really awesome. He knows what he wants. He's got his fucking plan and he wants to do it. 
And even in, in the future, it's really good because for my career, it's good to be that way. I want things a certain way. It's probably why I'll end up with like a vice president or a president fucking role in a company because I'm going to be very good at managing things. What it's not fucking good at is when you have friends that are like that and they piss you off. And I'm that person. I'm the type of person that like, even if my brothers are like laying on the couch, it fucking bothers me. And I don't want to be like this, but I just fucking am. I'm, I'm really working on it. But I could be like sitting down and like my brother will like, just like put his plate on the ground instead of like walking it to the fucking kitchen. And now everything's going bad in my life. And now I can't, like I'm trying to focus on the show and like enjoy watching the show together. But I keep looking at the plate like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just take it to the, and I have to try to be like, no, we're not going to be like that. And then two seconds later, I just get up and I fucking take it myself because it bothers me. Then that's how, that's a miniature, miniature, um, example of like a major way that I am because I'm like that with so many fucking things. When people come over, I need to like make sure that they hang their, my ex-girlfriend used to do it all the time. She would come over, take her jacket off, take her press off and literally just throw them on the ground. And it's like, okay, that's not okay with me. And every time I would take it and I would hang it and I would hang the purse every fucking time. Friends come over, if they don't take their shoes off, I want to kill myself. So that's how I am. I hope some of you guys can maybe um, like relate to that. But I thought like, wow, I have so many dumb arguments with people and a lot of it is my fault. Like I'm not even putting this on anyone. It's most of the time it's my fault because things bother me and I'm also the type of person to say something. So those two don't fucking go together. Something bothers me and it's on my mind. Most people, they kind of just bite their tongue and I wish I could do that. But like you're sitting next to someone and they're chewing really loud. You ever get the guy that's fucking with this food, most people just sit there and think like, okay, this is really annoying, but it's fine. My food's good. I'm focused on my own shit. I will sit there and look the motherfucker in his eyes. And the second he makes contact with me, I'll just say, you ever chew at your fucking mouth closed? And then it makes them feel like shit. And, and, but it makes me feel better because then they fucking are, all right, dude, sorry. And then they chew with their mouth closed. So... It's like I get I get a little bit of reward because sometimes I say things and it's good because then I get what I want. But then I feel guilty because it's like, okay, just let that guy fucking eat his food. I don't know. That's how I am. I thought it was funny to ask you guys um, what are some dumb arguments that you guys have had and see if there's anything that relates to me. And fortunately enough, it, it a lot of them did. So it makes me feel a little bit more normal. It makes me feel a little bit more sane because I'm not the only one that's having dumb fucking arguments. Um, a lot of you guys are. So we're going to get into those in a second. I just want to take a quick fucking second before that second. And I want to say that um, I think that during this whole time of like staying inside and like you can't do shit, it's brought out so many weird versions of people. Like people are doing shit that like they don't ever fucking do. I see a lot of people going fishing lately, which I don't know if that's like I guess it's like a social distancing. I guess it's fine. I got a buddy named Justin. This fucking kid goes on walks. I see him every day, okay? I've known him for a while. He didn't really do this before, and maybe he's just like posting more about it, or he is doing it more. This fucking guy goes on walks from like Illinois to fucking Ohio and just 
takes videos of like random streets and cars and and it's like why why are we doing that why are we like is this it takes social distancing you have to lock down in order to like go and explore the fucking world and go and fish and like i think that the good part about all of this is that we're going to all come out of it and appreciate things like nature more which is probably good and i fucking guess fishing even though i hate fishing shitty sport fucking boring as hell but uh, I just noticed that people are really doing weird shit and it kind of bothers me because I know that my best friends don't go fishing, but now everybody wants to go fucking fishing. Okay. And it also doesn't make sense because I can't like fish get the fucking disease and don't fishes carry their own diseases that if you touch them, they're like fucking slimy. I don't know. Um, all I'm trying to say is that I think that when we come out of all this, Hopefully, and my predictions aren't really good because let's remember like four episodes back, I literally predicted and I thought I was on one with this fucking thing. I predicted I was like, yeah, um, there's going to probably only be like 700 deaths because it was like 13 within the first two weeks. I did some math and I predicted like, oh, well, 13 in two weeks, even if it doubles 26 in two weeks by 52 weeks, it's only a few hundred. Like, I don't know what I was fucking thinking. But now we're at over 100,000 worldwide. So um, my hopeful prediction is that we all come out of this. And I, I noticed that a lot of people are talking on the phone more, which I like that. I like that we're calling more. I fucking usually hate phone calls. And when I see people's name come up on my phone all the time, it like ruins, like, no, it doesn't ruin my day. I already used that. It just pisses me off. But now if I see my buddies calling me or a customer or someone, I try to answer as much as possible. There are some people that I just don't have the time fucking for right now. But uh, I really am trying to get, like I'm trying to pick up the phone, talk a little bit. It gives me something to do. So if any one of you guys wants to just give me a call, literally a fan, a fucking listener, someone that's listening for the first time, you want to text me 630-917-8858. This is not a call for dating or a call for any of that. This is a call for you want to pick up the phone because you're bored as fuck and you want to tell me a story. I'll pick up and just fucking listen because there's literally nothing else to do. Um, so you guys have my number now. So you could call or text me, you know, text me and be like, hey, if there's a story that you want to share on the podcast, actually, shoot shoot it to that number, okay? Um yeah, so I think we're going to come out of this appreciating people more. I think that um, I've noticed that when I go like grocery shopping, people are kind of talking to each other more and like laughing. There was a guy that was rolling a cart in the bread aisle and he fucking took like 60 bags of hot dog buns. And I looked at him like, I kind of looked at him like, are you fucking okay? And he knew that I was saying that, even though I didn't say that. And he was like, I own dog father. We got no fucking buns. The place is shipping them in three weeks. And then I started laughing. I was like, well, good for you. You got, you got a lot of business going. And then like, we just started talking. And that's something that doesn't really happen on like, I go to Jewel a lot. Okay. Even before the shit. So that doesn't really happen to me often, like that people just talk to you. But um, yeah, it's also really scary. That's kind of a good part. It's really scary that People all have masks on and you could kind of sense like a little bit of fear. I mean, we're all doing this out of fear. So um, it's just, it's fucked up, but it's, I think it's going to all turn into a good thing because hopefully from the fear was, was going to be relief after this. We're going to be happy and there's going to be a lot of good fucking positive vibes going 
and hopefully we all talk more, we all interact more, we go outside more even after this shit, and maybe go on walks with fucking squads of people. Um, I don't know. Hopefully we do good. All right, so hang in there. But until then, until it gets fucking positive and happy, um, let's, let's shine light on some of the shittier times of our lives. When we're arguing with people that we love and there's not really a point of it, we're just kind of doing it because there's fucking... There's nothing else to do. And I think that when you love someone or you care about someone, you you have expectations of them that are like that are that are subconsciously there that you don't really say. Like I might not say, hey, I'm expecting you to put your fucking purse on the hanger. Like, I'm not gonna say that, right? But I expect someone to put their purse on the fucking back door. You know what I mean? Because it just drives me insane. Um, and you deal with them for enough time until it's like too much and then you can't deal with them. And that's kind of how expectations work in general. But I think that like when you're, when it's family, you want your brothers to do X, Y, and Z and you want your dad to do X, Y, and Z. And when they don't do it, it pisses you off and you finally say something. So these stories are kind of all like that. They're like first person, not first person. They're like shitty, like they're not actual big problems. They're just shitty things, but I found some of them funny. So the first one says, um, well, the question was, um, share a argument that you've ever had with a significant other that was dumb or got really fucking bad. A lot of them were just dumb. So we'll do the bad ones a different day. Um, this girl says, here's one. I was going to Tampa with the girls and told my boyfriend that I was going to get drunk as fuck. And he proceeded to tell me that I could only have one to two drinks a day out there. And then I went off on him. That weekend, oh, that whole weekend, he was left on do not disturb so he wouldn't bother me nor tell me what to do because I was not listening to his ass. Every, okay, interesting. Every argument was about him not wanting me to do something, then me doing it anyways and causing him a fight and not giving any fucks at all. I can relate to this one fucking 100% because I'm a control freak, part of who I am. Uh, it's a fucking character flaw. I've had, and, and especially with alcohol and with drugs and all that, I tried so hard to like, to do this around my friends so fucking much. Like I tried to just put my arms around them and like not let them go outside of where I wanted them to be. And what I mean by that is like, I didn't like smoking. I didn't like drinking. I didn't like going to parties. So when my friends didn't want to go to parties, I thought like, fuck yeah, like you're exactly like me. This is going to be awesome. We have a great friendship. You don't like parties. I don't like parties. You don't like weed. I don't like weed. But then they changed their fucking mind because that's what people do. And then I got left with this like fucking sorrow little shit puddle in my own self that was like, why are you doing this? Like you're choosing this over me. And, and as I went on, it's like, I, and I've been to therapy about this. I've seen a therapist about the same shit. Um, he explained to me that for all you control freaks out there that might want a little bit of reasoning of why you're like this, if you're aware enough to at least like acknowledge it. Um, he explained to me that during my childhood, my parents argued a lot, which has to do with this episode. Um, my parents argued a lot. And even though there were dumb arguments, there were arguments, you know, they would yell at each other. My mom would get really loud. My dad really wasn't loud, but he was the type of guy that was like, just kind of whisper shit that would just fuck your life up. And those two people together arguing and like a 10 year old kid all the time, not all the time, but once a fucking every three months, regardless of how many times it was, 
like what I would do in those in those situations was I would go to my room and I would be fucking scared a little bit, you know? And in my room, I literally remember like it was yesterday. I remember multiple times of my parents were yelling. I would go to my room and I would just organize shit. And like, it's, it's funny to think of like how fucking weird that is. But, and as a kid, I didn't know why I was doing it. It was just literally to keep me busy. Like it was just to get my focus on something else. Now, if it was this generation, like if I was 12 right now, what would I do? I would go on my fucking phone. But at the time, we didn't have that shit. So, and thank God, I got to live a few years without iPhones. But um, yeah, I would go to my room and I would organize shit. I remember I had these two shelves that were like in the corner and they had a new look every fucking few months because every time every time that shit would happen, I would like, okay, I have to uh, reorganize the shelves now. And I wouldn't know what to do, so that's what my plan would be. And over time, when I explained it to my therapist, I was like, I don't know. If, he asked me in such a way that was like, he wasn't mentioning that this is what I was doing. He just said, like, what would you do when they would yell? And I would say, I don't know. I'd go to my room. I would, like, make my bed. I would try to, like, redo my room. Like, I really always liked having, like, a visually pleasing bedroom because that's where I, like, I would sleep and wake up and I wanted to wake up to something nice. And I like to organize shit. And he was like, well, that's why. Because, like, you had, you didn't have control. You felt like you didn't have control over your family and your, and your fucking dysfunctional shit going on at home. But like in the, in the weirdest way, at least you can control what your room looks like. And like that's why you would clean and that's why you would like organize shit because you were exercising something you had control over in a time where you felt fucking lost. And that's I think a big reason why all of us do shit like that. But um, basically where I was going with this is that as, as I grew up, I would try to like control my friends kind of like subconsciously and like very low. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the type of kid that was like, dude, if you go drink, I'm never fucking talking to you again. But I would definitely distance a little bit as I saw my friends starting to get more into things that I didn't like. And like, that's partially kind of wrong. Like some people think that that's wrong to do because like you're being judgmental. But now as a fucking 21 year old with all the shit that I've gone through, even with girlfriends and exes and all this shit, it's like, you just don't, you just like, it's okay to, to be a little judgmental if that's just how you are. And if you can live in your own skin being judgmental and you can get through it, like it's kind of okay. I always thought that like when I went to this therapist a few months ago, my whole thing was like, I want to be a less judgmental person. I want to like talk to people more and I don't want to like judge people because they smoke. I don't want to like get rid of my friends because they're doing things that I don't do. Like, how can I do that? And his answer really was like, you don't have to do that. Like you're not really doing anything wrong. If you feel like you're forcing yourself to be in a relationship with someone or a friendship with someone or be next to someone that's doing something that you don't want, you can try your best to try to sit next to that person and deal with the chewing of the food or go out with the girl and deal with the fact that she talks about shit you don't like or go with your friend and deal with the fact that he smokes. You can do that, but you also can just not be in, like, present in that relationship and that's fucking okay. You're just going to have to deal with like just trying to find more people that are like you, but when you do find those people, you're going to enjoy them a lot more. So... As much as like I would go back and forth on like I'm judgmental, I'm a piece of shit, I need to fix this, and I don't like these things about people. Now I've gotten this like conclusion that's just like if I don't like it, like I just you don't have to deal with that, you know. 
And it's actually a lot more relieving and a lot more like, it, it feels like I can breathe because now I don't have to be like this worry freak about everything. It's just like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And if you're in the picture, great. If I like you there, great. And if I don't, like I don't have to have you here. And I could try to make things work, but like if I wish I would have known that before because I would have went like came out of high school with 75 more friendships because a lot of them I kind of sabotaged. But yeah, so to a long fucking answer of your your message, um, I've been there, and I think that the thing is that if this is your current boyfriend, which I don't think it was, so it probably didn't work out, and that's why. But um, that's like a very common thing in relationships is that people try to like limit the other person on things, and I've been there and I've done that, and it is wrong to do with a really with a, someone that you're with because it's like that the guy should just break up with you then. Like if he can't handle it, if it's too much for him, if you're going out to drink and he's limiting you and you're breaking the limits because you don't want to fucking listen, it's like then he just, like maybe you guys just don't fucking work together. That's kind of how it is. Um, Next person says, my ex told me to drop off. Oh, my ex told me to drop my class at COD, which is a college where I live, um, or we're breaking up because a guy I used to talk to ended up being in it. That's like a little jealous, possessive, a little bit more. That's like more than just control freak. Control freak is like trying to, I mean, that is control freak to just an exaggerated point of fucking possessiveness. But um, it's one thing to like try and do something that's healthy for your partner. Like, hey, I don't really want you drinking, even though he should deal with it if that's really what you like to do. He should have trust in you that you're going to have your shit together. I've learned that kind of the hard way. It's not really worth bitching at the person. It's more worth just like letting them prove to you that they could handle themselves. But he was making an attempt to try to help you for what it's fucking worth. Um, And that didn't work. But now saying that you have to drop your class because there's a guy, that's just him being a little insecure pussy. So, and there's plenty of those out there too. And I've fucking been one before too. Not... Not saying like, there's none of this going on. I fucking been there. That's why I can kind of acknowledge some of these things. Um, Next one. My ex used to call me. Oh, my ex used to tell me I couldn't contact him between 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. every day. Then called me an alcoholic on my 21st birthday. Yeah, I mean, that's that's your ex. That's just a relationship that you fucking know isn't going to work. If he's telling you don't talk to me from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., I mean, what happens after 8 p.m.? You fucking call, you come over, you have sex, you sleep over, you leave by 10 a.m. You you probably were just getting used um, for sex. But at the same time, I don't know how you were to him. I definitely know like what it's like to like want space, but like giving someone like if you're if you fucking are dating someone and you tell them don't talk to me for a 90% majority of the day, nah, you probably shouldn't be dating him. Um, next one. Once I had an argument with my ex-girlfriend about Nutrigrain bars, we were going out, we were going to be outside all day, hiking, walking around the city, whatever. So we stopped at Target to get some snacks. She was walking up and down the aisle for 30 minutes because she couldn't pick a Nutrigrain fucking bar. So, <laughs> so we got in a big argument about it. I asked her why she couldn't just figure it out. Strawberry or whatever, just fucking pick one, huh? Uh, and she yelled at me because, spoiler alert, she had an eating disorder, and it actually wasn't that dumb of an argument after all. The end. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. That's that's rough because I don't want to say anything that triggers anyone here. But 
Yeah, I, I've been there before, and and uh, and I know I actually haven't been there before. I've been there when it's like I am the per I'm the type of person that I will walk up the fucking aisles and like I don't know, man, Skippy or Jif or like fucking. I will sit there for five minutes. I think that means that I have serious fucking issues, probably with like loneliness or some shit. Because like, why are you letting peanut butter fucking brands take up this much of your brain space or Nutrigrain bars? But yeah, that's my reason for her. She's got an eating disorder. She kind of takes the win on that one. And and in that position as the guy, like you got to just be like, all right, fucking okay. And now in the future, every time you go to the fucking grocery stores, you have to have this like, take your time, babe, do whatever you want. And that sucks. Like we don't, who wants to do that? Let's, let's be real. Um, so, all right, next one. Shake Shack versus In-N-Out. I was team Shake Shack for the quality of the burger, burger and the fact that they were, that's, okay. Dude, I don't know why I can't read sometimes. Restarting. Shake Shack versus In-N-Out. I was team Shake Shack for the quality of the burger and the fact that they serve beer. My GF was all for In-N-Out, which is trash, and I say it all the time till I die. Um, that's all he said. All I'm going to go ahead and say is both of them are overrated. In-N-Out is significantly shittier than Shake Shack, but Shake Shack is also not shit. You know what I mean? Shake Shack is like Iggy Azalea, and In-N-Out is like fucking bad baby. It's like... They're both fucking dog shit, but Iggy Azalea is a little bit hotter, and I mean, Bad Baby's just fucking not even worth thinking about, which is In-N-Out, because In-N-Out, you know how many fucking times I went to In-N-Out, and I took a bite in the fucking burger, and I looked at it, and there was pink fucking mush shit on the inside of my patty? That's not how it should work. And the, like, bullshit excuse of fries that they do, animal style... They're like, what are you putting on it? Animals fucking shit because it doesn't taste good and it's just a bunch of like red and what is it? Ketchup and cheese. It looks like a fucking animal's insides and it tastes like shit and their fries are bullshit. I don't like it. I'm clearly really not a fan of In-N-Out and their shakes are not even that worth it. Um, the first like two times I had In-N-Out, I was like, dude, this is fucking sick. After that, it was dog shit. And Shake Shack... Doesn't do much for me either. You know what's the fucking underdog? Is Popeye's. Popeye, I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich the other day. That shit is better than fucking anything I've ever had besides like luxury chicken sandwiches from like downtown Chicago and all that. But like Umami Burger, they do chicken sandwiches. Those are fucking bomb. Um, who else makes a good one? There's a place called Fry the Coop. They That's like luxury. When I mean, when I say luxury, I mean like it, you don't get them because there's only like one in the fucking state. I don't think I'm using the right word. Exclusive. I don't know. Popeyes is fucking bomb though. I got to admit. Um, all right. My friends wanted to watch the 2015 Stanley Cup final at the Buff at Buffalo Wild Wings. And they asked me, isn't that weird when I'm like talking and there's smoke coming out? I don't, I don't even know why I just like how I did that. Um, my boyfriend at the time got mad at me and told me that I had to watch the game with him instead of going to, instead at his friend's house. I told him that I had plans already and we got in this huge fight because he told me since I was his girlfriend, I had to check with him before making plans. And since he got me into hockey, quote unquote, um, I had to watch it with him or not at all. I liked hockey well before him, so that was bullshit. Yeah, this girl has, I know this girl, she has like a fucking Blackhawks tattoo on her leg. Like, no, you didn't fucking introduce me, pussy. 
Um, the guy's just trying to be like, yo, I fucking showed you hockey, babe. What the fuck? We're going to watch it at my place. Big douchebag. Um, then, oh, this is the same guy that told me I can't wear a Corey Crawford jersey because he likes Crawford and I'm not allowed to say, to like the same player as him. It literally sounds like you're dating a seven-year-old little boy. A little pussy-ass boy, too. Not even, like, a cool boy that, like, has, a, like, cool hair and, like, a bike. You're dating, like, the seven-year-old kid that, like, sits in the fucking, like, chair with his knees up and, like, his fucking... Like, you know what I mean? Like, a little pussy, like a little simp kid. That's what you were dating. Um, because just that type of behavior is not fucking allowed. Okay? <laughs> That's what you have to tell him. That's literally what you would tell a seven-year-old boy. That's what I would say to him. Hey, hey, babe, this type of behavior is not fucking allowed, okay? So if you want to get like that, then go fucking date someone else. That's just how you, you got to be straightforward. I wish you could go back in time and say that to him and let me know his response. Um, yeah, fuck that. It's like, And it's so dumb. Like, taking a step back, all of these are so dumb. It's literally people trying to just fucking control each other's feelings like I, maybe I'm like having like a fucking bad week or something because I just went through a breakup recently but I've just realized like so many things that I don't like about fr about friendships and about relationships and I've gained so much like appreciation for the real friendships that I have um like and not to I'm, I'm gonna miss people but like Carter Jack Tommy Riley Parvin fucking Medi um, my brothers, there are so many people. I'm sure there's like a big one that I'm missing and he's going to text me like, dude, what the fuck? Um, Sean, I remembered you, Sean. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people, a lot of friends that I have. And those are people that I'm naming right now because I've been like playing games with them a lot and stuff. But when I think about our friendships, it's like, I don't give a fuck what any of them do. And it's not going to piss me off. And like, I love them for who they are. And like, that's, that's how every fucking relationship should be. Why do we have this like insane amount of unconditional love to our best friends that they come over and sleep over whenever the fuck they want and like you guys go everywhere together, you argue but you get over it really fast and like you don't really hold grudges and like no matter what you guys love each other. Why do we have that towards our best friends but the second it's like a female that we're interested in or a guy that we're like interested in or a non-binary, why do we all of a sudden have like you have to do this in order to make me fucking happy. Otherwise, I don't want you. Why is it like that? I don't like that shit. I'm in a mode where I'm like rerouting my brain to like really appreciate things about people and really just not care when I don't see value in like having a relationship with people that like doesn't matter, friendships or whatever. Um, it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in a, in, in a thing that like we're just like controlling each other or like getting mad for doing shit. And obviously some of these are dumb. Like me getting mad at my dad for doing the cups thing. That's not like, I don't really care. It's just like a little argument because you're having fucking a bad day. Um, but some of these that are like relationships that people are just a certain way, that's toxic as fuck. And that's only going to bleed through for years and years. So for that reason, you should be out. Um, but yeah, there, shout out to all the people that I just named. And there's plenty more. There's a lot of fucking, I don't know. There's plenty of people in my life that I really appreciate. And if you're in my life and we talk on a fucking weekly basis, it doesn't even have to be daily. Um, just know that I appreciate you. And all of you guys listening, I really do uh, appreciate every single one of you. I like that even the listeners and I, like you guys and I, we don't have a relationship that we're like trying to fucking make sure we're certain ways. It's just fun. 
And I've noticed that in myself, I try to, I used to be that way. Like I was saying, being a control freak, but taking a step out of that fucking shell for the rest of my life, hopefully. Um, Yeah, if you fucking love someone enough, if you love someone, period, it should always be unconditional love. And it should always be like, there shouldn't be fucking barriers that are like, I don't like the way that you are. And I, that's fucking, I'm just going to accept it. And if that is how you are, which that's how I've been before, it's like, you just aren't ready for a relationship. You're not, you need to level up to fucking level 50 and then start dating. And I think that I'm hopefully close, but I don't think I'm there yet. I'm I'm getting there. Um, So this guy says, not so, not so more. This is what he said. I'm not being dumb. Not so more like friends with benefits, but she was going through a fitness phase, quote unquote, and tried to convince me that based on her research, sometimes a handful of nuts is less healthy than a cookie. Handful of nuts. Okay, like this is dumb as fuck, but yeah. I, I, she's saying that a handful of nuts, so like a handful of almonds, is less healthy than a cookie. Yeah, she's wrong, okay? But you made it the fucking argument because she said that I would just be like, yeah, okay, I guess so. Keep eating, honey. Wait till you're fucking 400 pounds. You kind of can have that attitude, but if you really get angry at that, like that's just like me saying the sky is orange, dude. You're a fucking moron. Like I'm just wrong. There's, there's a few ways to to approach an argument as well. And sometimes playing the card of like, okay, if that's what you think, it's it's a lot easier because you don't have to get stressed out. You don't have to argue like, hey, no, it's fucking not. And then she says, yeah, it is. And then you're like, well, remember last week when you were like this? And then she's like, you cheated on me. And then it says fucking spirals into like 90 things. And it all started from, that's usually how these go, by the way. It's usually like, like, oh, fucking, I had an argument with one of my girlfriends that was, um, we we're talking about, we were, she, she brought up that, hey, on your podcast, you said, like a long time ago, you brought up a long time ago on your podcast that you don't think, um, like, Abraham Lincoln's story is important. And you kind of said that, like, you don't think that history classes are important. And now I'm talking to a girl that's extremely smart and is, like, going for her PhD and, like, She's very fucking smart, okay? So we're already in different rooms. But um, yeah, on my podcast, I said like, I don't really think we need to be learning about the fucking 1400s and BC and ancient fucking Greece and all this shit. I was saying like, I don't think that's important because I can't relate to it. As an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20, 21, and going on, I want to hear about like relative like people that have done crazy shit. Like Elon Musk fucking Kanye West, and I hate to use Kanye West because I hate him, but people that have really like gone from like nothing to like creating a fucking empire of a business or a fan base or doing really good things for the community or people that have done wild shit on TV and like made like protests for things, even if they looked like they were crazy, like Jim Carrey and shit like that. But like, I want to learn about that because I could relate to that and I know that like that's real. But when you take shit, when you take my brain, me personally, when you take me back to like 19, no, not 19, when you take me back to 1400s, I don't give a fuck what happened. I can't, I can't relate. Like if you want to talk to me about like soldiers and like these people would build these houses out of straw and fucking blah, blah, blah. It's so foreign 
that I don't care and it's not going to change my life at all. Like that's how I am. And, and my girlfriend at the time was trying to explain to me like, no, like you need to like realize that these are really important things that like play part in like how we are today. And it was a valid fucking argument that we were kind of having, but then it turned into like, you're an idiot because you voted for this fucking president. Remember fucking two weeks ago when you said this, like, why didn't you think of shit? And now we're actually like, I wasn't yelling. I was, I was very calm because this was, this whole thing was kind of funny to me. I'm laughing because I'm like, like, what the fuck does it matter? I don't think that Abraham Lincoln's important. You do. Great. Let's fucking move on. But she was like not having it, which is probably going to be a cool story for her. If she come, becomes a teacher, she's going to be able to say like, I used to fucking talk with this idiot that I was dating about the importance of blah, blah. And now I'm teaching it. And then I'll fulfill that void for her. But um, it was such a dumb argument. And then we get out of the, we come out of my room and we go to sit down and have dinner with my family. And my dad's like, were you? fucking screaming at each other or and then we explained what it was about and then we were laughing and then it was actually like funny because it was like why the fuck are we arguing over this shit um that's some quarantine shit right there you got nothing to do you just want to talk about shit and like all of a sudden you're mad and blaming it on them it was funny though like it's funny because i like to look back on those things and laugh now um i got a couple more and i'm gonna i'm gonna do one more like story one from you guys and then I'm going to do some personal ones and then I'm going to hop off. Um, the guy I talked to from the army, we were about to fuck and he, and he's about to slip it in. I hate that fucking slip it in. That's such like a gross term. And I and I just made that noise with my water bottle after, which is even worse. Um, he's about to slip it in and he looks at me and goes, you should have showered. I can't do this. And then I dropped his ass off at his house. We went to the guy's apartment I used to talk to school with and we didn't really talk after that. Um, it wasn't gross or anything. This is where she goes on to say, I wasn't gross or anything. It was on Black Friday. He wanted me to shower after I got back from shopping and I was like, mm, no. Okay, you know what? Actually, you're fucking wrong. Because, okay, listen. Like Black Friday, that's like, okay. If, he, if it was just, I'm going to separate this. I'm the type of person that if you go to the mall and come over, I'm going to be a little fucking bothered, okay? But you don't have to shower, but I'll definitely give you like sweatpants and a hoodie. Like, because I don't fucking know what's going on in the mall. Even post or pre-COVID days. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of like germs in general. And now I'm especially not. But yeah, I wouldn't make you shower, but I would be like, hey, change your clothes. Because I don't want to fucking, I don't want to bring whatever you were sitting on to my bed. Not a fan of that. Um, and if you were out all day, yeah, I'd probably be like, hey, shower before we hang out, like just so you're fresh. I also don't want to like, like, I don't want to eat your ass after you've shat three times during the day. Okay, let me just say it that way. Uh, and I don't want to like cuddle with you after you're like sweaty as fuck, especially if I just am meeting you or like only have hung out a couple times. If you're my girlfriend, I don't care. Don't shower for three days, come over. But in the beginning, you want to make like a good impression on someone. And I want to experience a nice time. A clean, smells good. Um... So yeah, Black Friday, you fucking should have showered. That's all I'm going to say. And I don't think he's wrong for that. Because Black Friday, there's so many fucking people. People are sneezing. You're walking through their fucking snot fucking mist. Like nobody wants to do that. So yeah, shower. You should have showered. I'm going to have to take his side on this one. I'm sorry. Maybe it's the germaphobe in me. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't fucking play with that shit. Um... So this one's about my mom. 
My mom's got a lot of stupid fucking arguments. I just want to say, I love my mother with all my heart. And she is the most important woman that will ever be in my life. Woman. I kind of sound like I said women, like multiple. She's the most important woman that I'll ever have in my life. Um, I love my mom to death. And she's created a lot of confidence for me. And she's created a very bold fucking like it's 90% of my brain and why I'm very bold as a person, why I'm very passionate comes from my mom. And even at her worst moments when she was screaming and arguing, yelling at teachers and yelling at principals, like I, as a kid, appreciated a lot of the things that my mom did because while someone might look at someone yelling at a fucking principal and screaming, someone might look at that as like, this person's insane. But when it's your mom and you know that she's screaming to stick up for you, that's a like amount of passionate love and like like that's just an insane amount of like passionate love that is displayed in such a fucking weird way but as a kid i really appreciated that because i was like like that's like my mom's fucking badass like you don't fuck with my mom like she will and it doesn't matter if you're a teacher doesn't really matter if you're a bus driver. She will fucking, like, she doesn't play, all right? She doesn't play at all. I got a very Italian mom, very loud, sticks up for her kids and loves and does it out of love. So I appreciate all of that about my mom. And even in these stories, some of them are a little ridiculous, but she's just, it's just how she is. And, and I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want the type of mom that like is too like pussy to say shit to other people. Cause that would make me like a timid little bitch and then every time, like, if I got bullied or, like, people made fun of my nails, I would be, like, t intimidated and scared. But my mom instilled this, like, fuck you personality of, like, this is how I am, take me or leave me, fuck you confidence that I think has has done wonders for me in my life right now and will continue to. Because having confidence and being a bold person is what separates you from a lot of people. So I'm going to owe a lot to my mom after all of this. Um, and my dad too. I'm just giving my mom because I'm about to say some shit about her. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my, my brother texted me, he goes, do you remember? I texted my brother and I said, Hey, what's the time where like our parents were fucking arguing? That was a dumb argument. I want to share one. And he was like, do you remember the story of mom yelling at dad? Because he called, I'm going to say this guy's name is Jeff. I'm not going to put the guy's name on blast. My dad is a best friend since he was a young kid. Like since he was fucking 15 best friends they lived together they were dating fucking going on double dates together and shit they weren't dating um but his name was J jeff okay and all italian families have this thing where you got a great close friend and he's all around the family all the time the kids start calling him uncle blank okay whatever his name is so we called him uncle jeff so in the middle of a conversation my brother explains it this way she was like, that motherfucker ain't our uncle and all that. Ghetto mode really came out. And I said, LMAO. My brother goes, it was so casual on dad's part. He was like, when we were in high school, me and Uncle Jeff were just telling a nice chill story, blah, blah. And then shit just fucking hit the fan and my mom was livid. And it was out of nowhere. I remember sitting there. I was younger, but this kind of refreshed my memory. Um, my dad was talking about him. He was like, yeah, you know, your Uncle Jeff was here and... All of a sudden, my mom's like, that motherfucker ain't our uncle. And she gets in this like weird. Okay, sorry. My fucking phone rang and it interrupted my shit. Um, anyways, my mom gets in this mode when she's mad where she just gets like, she starts talking. Like, I don't know how else to say this. She talks in just like a very ghetto way. 
and I don't know if that's offensive, and I hope it's not, and maybe it is, so maybe I'm just explaining it wrong, but she she doesn't, she okay, she turns into a different fucking person, that's how I'm going to say it. Normally, she talks very nice, very sweet, she kind of has like, like she swears a lot, obviously, it's where I get it from, but she'll say things like motherfucker, and like you motherfucking cocksucker, and it's like, who the fuck am I talking to? It's like this Italian woman that's like all of a sudden like, that motherfucker ain't our uncle. I'll fucking kill that motherfucker. And you're like, oh my God. And it's one of the things that I, you, you got to love about your mother. But she went off on my dad for calling this guy Uncle Jeff. And it was like a very loving thing he's trying to do, like introduce the guy and like make him feel important to the family and blah, blah, blah. And not even introduce him. Introduce him as an uncle. He's trying to give him a little fucking level up. And she just got ripped for it. That was a good one. Um, I also remember once we were all going to get breakfast and literally all of us were in the car going to get breakfast. And my dad, I think he'd like stopped at Starbucks and then he stopped at the gas station and then he was like taking a different route and we're like playing music and enjoying the ride. And out of nowhere, my mom just starts fucking screaming that she just, she's just, I want fucking eggs Benedict. Just get me to the fucking restaurant. I don't want to fucking make 50 stops. And just out of nowhere. And actually, she was screaming. She literally said, I want fucking eggs Benedict already. Like, get me to the fucking place. And just that line for like a bunch of little kids, we all started bursting out laughing. And it was really fucking funny. And that just kind of shows like how angry we get at absolutely fucking nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. There's also the story that uh, I told a long time ago. Or not even a long time ago, but... I was on a first date with a girl, and thank fucking God there was only one. But I was on a date with a girl, and after this, I'm probably going to end the show. Uh, I was on a date with a girl, and she was, you know, we hung out in this friend group, and she was fucking beautiful. She still is. I think she's gorgeous. But we kept, like, seeing each other, okay? We kept seeing each other. Every time I would go to my friend's house, she would end up coming, and then we would be together, and then we were joking around, and we would always kind of, like, buy each other. We weren't, like, hooking up, but there was fucking body language there. She was very close to me a lot. We were hugging a lot, laughing with each other, grabbing each other and pulling, like, pulling her over to me, or she's pulling me over to her to show her whatever, and, um, it was just like cute. We were in that little cute phase where like you're very into each other and you're just being playful, but nobody said anything yet. And we were like, you know what? Like we fucking, I'm single, you're single. We get along every time we hang out with them. Like obviously it's going to be good, right? So let's go on a date. And we're like, all right. So I don't know why the fuck we chose this place. It wasn't even really like a formal date. It was kind of like, let's go hang out and get food. I don't even think we called it a date, but we're fucking, we're at, we go to California Pizza Kitchen, which is like the shittiest place to go. And this is probably already a red flag. But she wanted to go to California Pizza Kitchen. I was like, shit pizza, cute girl, fine. Um, so we go there and I didn't know that she was that into me either. Like, I think she's Italian. I don't know. She played a really cool card of like, she would act like she wasn't into me when we weren't together. But when we were together, she really gave me this like strong interest fucking vibe. Um, and what I mean by that is like, she wasn't really a girl to like text and Snapchat all day. Like she would lag for hours, but when we were together, she was all into me. Like she was told me I was fucking hilarious. We would laugh together. I know by the way that she would talk to me that she was interested. And, um, so I kind of liked that because we had our own time. Like we weren't up each other's ass. Like you usually are in the beginning of a relationship or like when you're talking. Um, I, so I liked that. And 
So then I'm thinking like, this is gonna be great. I kind of miss her, I haven't seen her in a while. We're not really talking a lot. We're gonna catch up. So we're sitting down and like, I don't know, it's fucking, part of this is partially my fault, but, and maybe I said it differently. Maybe I've changed my perspective on this since the last time I told this story, which is probably like around episode 30. Um, but I have my phone out and she's ordering. I already ordered, she's ordering. So I pull my phone out and now I'm like texting. And I had customers that were blowing my shit up. This was also like in the prime of me selling shoes. So people were fucking lighting my phone up all the time. And I'm on the phone and she gets done ordering and she's like giving me this death stare. And now this is a stare that comes from a girlfriend of five years, not a first date stare. It was not like a little like, oh, I'm pissed off. Like tell me I'm cute and make me happy. It was like, I'm going to fucking shoot you in the face. And I was like, I don't, I didn't know how to approach that from a girl that I'm just on the fucking first date with. And now I'm like on my phone and she's like, can you fucking get off your phone? And I was like, yeah, sorry. Like I got a, I have a customer texting me, like, give me one sec. And then she's like, no, this is so fucking rude. Get the fuck off your phone. And I was like, please just give me one second. I'm, and I showed her my phone. I was like, I'm literally texting a customer about shoes. Give me a second. And she's like, nah, this is fucking annoying. Like, and now she like kind of like starts to stand up and she's like pointing her finger at me. She's like, you don't fucking do that. And, and now people start looking because she's being fucking loud and I guess it's my fault. And now I'm looking around and I don't get embarrassed often, but I was embarrassed right now because now it's like, okay, so I look like a piece of shit and you're telling everyone I'm a piece of shit. And now this probably isn't going to go well. And I remember seeing like two people, I think like moved chairs and we we're kind of just getting dirty looks. Nobody said anything, but I just fucking was like, holy shit. Like that just sucked for me. And and I remember the rest of the date was kind of awkward and was just like kind of quiet eating our pizza and then never a second date and never either one of us wanted to go on one. And I don't think that she's necessarily wrong for calling me out. I think that calling me out is kind of fine. Hey, give me your attention. That's cute because you want my attention and it's, and it's sweet. But you don't have to fucking point your finger in my face and start yelling because that reminds me of my mom, which makes me want to go to my bedroom and fucking clean and not with you in it. So that's how I felt there. Um, and on that note, I think I'm going to fucking end this podcast. Um, I love all of you guys. Thank you all for listening. The people that I mentioned in this podcast, hopefully you guys know that. Oh, and also Nick Serpico. Nick Serpico is the motherfucker that called me and interrupted my podcast. He's also one of my great friends, but fuck you for calling me. Um, because now I have to re-edit all this shit. So yeah, I love you guys and thank you for listening. Tune in next week when we have, um... Jimmy Fallon's going to do another episode.